How many of you would like to be an eagle for just one day to go soaring? One of the things you might notice about uh, eagles, and that eagle in particular, is instead of flying, a lot of times they do what? Soar. <laughs> what, did, what did some of you say? Glide. Oh, I thought you said, I thought I said instead of flying, some of, you, some of them, they actually, and you're like, fly. I was like, I don't know. So yeah, they glide, they soar. Right? And so tonight we're, we're in this, the last week of our series called Crave. And if you're writing stuff down, you can write it. Today we're going to talk about how you and I crave relationship. We crave relationship. We're going to come back to that in just a second. But I want to start with this, with this eagle for a second and give us this, this picture of an eagle because there's something that all of us need to understand. And we see it in scripture, by the way, that we're gonna look at in just a second in Isaiah 40. Um, here's, here's what happens, is that God tells us in his word that we are made to soar. You are made to soar. Look at the person next to you and say, you are made to soar. Not to be sore, like, ow, my arm hurts, but to soar like an eagle. Now, how many of you are afraid of heights? Anyone afraid of heights? Did that video like scare a couple of you? All right, all right, I'm afraid of heights. I am afraid of heights, but I kind of love them. That's funny, because I'm tall, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> not this high, that high, okay? I'm afraid of heights. Uh, I love to do crazy stuff though, like that seems like the coolest thing. Like if I could ride on an eagle, I would do it. Now, they could never carry me because that's weird. Uh, but I couldn't do it. But I would love to have that kind of perspective. I would be freaking out. I'd probably puke a few times. But I would absolutely love to have that. I want you to know in your relationship with God, and really it impacts every area of your life. So everybody listen for a second. Look at me. In your relationship with God and in every area of your life, God wants you to soar. Now listen to this. Isaiah chapter 40, it says, even youths, will become weak and tired, and young men or women will fall in exhaustion. Have any of you ever felt weak before? Any of you ever been exhausted before? All right, let me ask it a different way because this is more of the picture, not just physically tired, but have any of you ever been tired of life? You don't need to tell anybody next to you, but you've just been tired. You're just like, man, this is too tough. This is so hard. This is so difficult. I'm tired of what's going on. I'm tired of having to deal with this in my home. I'm tired of having to deal with this with, in relationships with other people. I'm tired of people saying the things they're saying to me. I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. I'm tired of always being stressed out. I'm tired of always having the next thing to do. I'm tired of always feeling like I can never match up. I'm tired of feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm just tired of life. This is the picture. It's not just talking about physically being tired. It's this kind of picture. And the Bible says that that happens. It says even young people become weak and tired. Before you've ever felt all the weight of the world coming down on you, which some of you actually do feel that already, you feel like it's already coming down. It says even young people can feel tired and weak and young people will fall in exhaustion. But verse 31, it's gonna come up on the screen with a picture of an eagle. It says, but those who hope in the Lord, everybody say hope in the Lord. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength, or they will find new strength, depending on what translation you're looking at. But they will soar high on wings like eagles. Everybody say soar. soar. 
They will soar. Those who hope in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. But, but listen, for all of you, like I said, in, in that scripture, it talks about that we will soar on wings like eagles. And what that means is that we will, we will be able to go through life and soar like an eagle. We have freedom. Now, some of you guys, you might think that freedom means being able to do whatever you want at any time. That's not what the picture of freedom is. But here's the thing. To experience this, to experience this kind of freedom in your life as you go through life that even though things are hard, even when storms come and even when things are bad, you're still okay. He says you will have new strength even when these tough times come because you can soar on wings like eagles if you hope in the Lord. So what would keep you, two big questions tonight, what would keep you from experiencing that? What would keep you from that in your life? That kind of freedom where no matter what's going on around you, everything's still okay because you hope in the Lord. And what would help you experience that? Those are the two questions. What would keep you from experiencing what this passage talks about? Those who hope in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, run and not grow weary, walk and not be faint. And again, this is not a picture of physically just being like, in great shape, okay? So what would keep you from it? Maybe you think, well, my ability, I just, I don't have the ability to experience that in my relationship with God. I don't have the intelligence to experience that. I don't have the skills to experience something like that. I don't have the personality or, or you don't understand my family. You don't know what's going on. You don't understand the things I've done. You don't understand my past. So you don't know, I can't experience that, experience that in my personal life. This is something that you're talking about that I can't experience. You might say, you don't know about the decisions I make. Can those things keep you from it? Sure, they can. Some of these things can if you allow them to. But here's one of the biggest keys. One of the biggest things, I think, as you move forward from tonight that can keep you from experiencing all that God has for you in this area of your life, all that God has, one of the biggest things that I think that can keep you from experiencing this, everybody look at me is the people that you surround yourself with. Because the people that you surround yourself are gonna do one of two things. They're either going to help you experience what this passage is talking about or they're going to hurt you and keep you from experiencing this. The people that you surround yourself with. Now I'm not just talking about the people that are sitting next to you right now, although that can be true. Some of you in this room walk in week in and week out and surround yourself in this room with the wrong, wrong people. And so when you walk in and when you have an opportunity to worship, you're already distracted because you're sitting next to somebody that you know is gonna be a distraction when you walk in the room. Some of you in this room are actually a distraction to the people around you. And the, the people you surround yourself with impact your ability to even focus on this moment. Every week when you come in here to focus on worshiping God, the people that you surround yourself can impact even that. So how much more do you think they're gonna impact the direction of your life? Proverbs chapter 13 says this, because you and I are crave relationship, it says this, walk with the wise and become wise. Everybody say walk with wise. Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and what? Get in trouble. Anyone ever experienced that in your life? That's exactly right. You walk with fools and you're like, oh man, I'm in trouble again. 
right? All of us have at times experienced something like that, but it says walk with the wise and become wise. Another translation says it this way. It says become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. If you hang out with foolish people, watch your life fall to pieces. I've talked about it before. It's this picture, right, of eagles and turkeys, right? So there's an eagle that, that fell out of its nest and was with a turkey when it was first born. It was with a bunch of turkeys walking around on the ground. Turkeys don't really fly, and so it's walking around on the ground. All the turkeys are walking around on the ground, and it's looking up, and there's all these eagles flying around, and he's like, man, I wish I could do that. But he's walking around with turkeys, because that's what he thought he was. And some of you guys are walking around with turkeys and you're wondering why you're not soaring. That eagle was designed to fly. That eagle was designed to soar. But the thing that was keeping it from doing that was that it was constantly walking around with the turkeys. Some of you right now in your life are walking around with a bunch of turkeys and wondering why you're not experiencing what God has for you to experience. It's because you're walking with the wrong people because the wrong people, to give you another picture, will always hold you down like an eagle on a leash. I have a picture of an eagle with a leash. One of the saddest things I can imagine because I think eagles are one of the most majestic animals in all of nature, in all of creation. Eagles are some of the most majestic animals, the most majestic creatures. And you watch them soar like we watched on that video a second ago. And you can imagine for a second an eagle that's on a leash trying to take off and constantly being held down. I want you to know some of you are just being held down by the people you surround yourself with. The relationships that you're in because you are designed for relationship. You crave relationship. And some of you guys are like, you know what I really crave? Being by myself. Anyone feel that way? You're like, I just crave like alone time. Yeah, you know what? I wanna tell you this, there's a whole lot of people that, that that's you, okay? That doesn't mean you don't crave relationship because no matter what, even if you crave having alone time, if you're alone 100% of the time, every day, all day for the rest of your life, I promise you, you crave relationship. You were designed to crave relationship. I was desi designed, everyone in this room was designed for relationship. And here's what happened, that picture of, being, of craving relationship, of being designed for relationship gets distorted because we begin to surround ourselves with people that are literally just gonna hold us down. God has designed you and me a certain way and he's designed us to be able to experience true freedom in him, to not be held down by all these things. But by some of us, tonight we're focusing just on one area the relationships you choose, the friendships you choose, maybe even a relationship with a guy or a girl that you're in is impacting all those things in your life and you don't know it. You think, you know, it's probably not the best, but, but I'll be okay outside of that, but you don't realize that it's actually gonna hold you back and you're never gonna be able to actually take off and experience what God has for you until you break that relationship, until you break off that leash of somebody that's gonna pull you back and hold you down constantly because you're meant to soar like an eagle. You're not meant to be tied down. You're not meant to be constrained. Now again, I wanna tell you this. This doesn't just mean that you just get to do, go and live your life and do whatever you want, because that's not a picture of freedom. 
If I go play a basketball game and I'm dribbling a basketball and here's the out of bounds line and I dribble outside of that line, somebody's gonna say, hey, you can't go outside of that line. They're gonna blow a whistle and say you're out of bounds. And I'm gonna say, no, 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 I can go wherever I want. I'm free. They'll say, yeah, you are free, but you're not gonna experience the game the way it was intended to be experienced if you go outside of these lines. So I have freedom, but there's boundaries within that freedom. Every one of us at times when it's really cold outside, we love a fire. But if that fire gets outside of the fireplace, there's a problem. It's designed for a certain place. And when it's in that place, it is a beautiful thing. Relationships are the same way. In the right context, it's a beautiful thing. And living our lives within the context of how we were designed to is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful picture of freedom. So let me ask a question, and we'll wind down with this. So if all this is true, how should you and how should I determine the relationships that I'm gonna have in my life, the friendships I'm gonna have, a dating relationship that I'm gonna have, how should we define this? And I've talked about this a lot with dating, and I'm gonna apply it to friendships tonight. How should you make a determination of who you're going to surround yourself with? Here's my challenge to you, everybody look up at me. Fix your eyes on Jesus and run after him with everything you are. Do that, run in the direction of God. In everything you can, do everything in the direction of God. Stop going with all the eagles and all the turkeys. Run after God. You might be like, I don't really know how to do that. That's okay. We want to help you do that. But if you, you know, you just go with what you know right now. Okay, I should read God's word. That's a good start. I should pray to God. And that might be as simple as saying, God, I don't know how to pray, but I just need your help. For some of you, if you just start with that, just start running after God. Just start going the right direction. And with everything that you have and everything that you know and everything that you are, start moving toward him. And here's what'll happen if you do that. You'll figure out the people that are going the same direction as you. You'll figure out the people that are going the opposite direction because you're gonna be swimming upstream a little bit here and you're gonna figure out the people that are going the same direction as you. And as you're going after God, when you look around and you see some other people that are doing the same thing, you say, you know what, I wanna run this with them. Those are the kind of people that I wanna run with. Anyone been watching the Olympics? All right. I'm a huge Olympics fan. Anybody, how many of you have never watched like an Olympic event in this season? Like, I am so sorry for you. I'll pray for you. Um, but no, I won't really pray for you because that's weird. Uh, but here's the thing. If you're an Olympian, do you know who Olympians train with? Other Olympians. Because if I want to be really good at something, I'm going to surround myself with people that are really good at something. You don't see like NBA players coming and playing open gym with middle schoolers. Like they just don't do that. They're not, they're not like, hey, I wanna, wanna play a game, guys. And it's like elementary school kids. They're not doing that. They're playing against the best in the world because that's what's gonna make them better. They're gonna surround themselves with people that are really good because if you surround yourself with people that are really good, it's gonna challenge you and push you to be better. So here's the thing. When you're running after God, find the people that are going the same direction and do the same thing. Now here's what I'm not saying, and I need all of you to hear this, because every now and then we get some people, maybe you've been a Christian for a long time or you're new, and, and you say, you know what, what I just need to do is just never talk to anybody that's not a Christian. That's not what I'm saying. That is absolutely wrong. That's not at all what I'm saying. But what I am saying is surround yourself with people that are headed the same direction as you. 
And then along the way, there's gonna be people going the opposite direction. And along the way, some of your friends are gonna start peeling off and starting to turn the wrong direction. And what I'm gonna challenge you to do is grab onto those friends that are going the right direction and grab hold of that friend that's going the wrong direction and go, hey bro, we're gonna go this way. Hey, I know right now you're, you're starting to lean the wrong way, but I love you and I'm on your team and I know that this is the direction you wanna go. I know you don't wanna go that direction because that's gonna destroy your life. I know you wanna go this way. I know that you're gonna experience true freedom in walking with Jesus and you're only gonna experience guilt, shame, regret, and pain if you walk toward the other direction, if you walk away from Jesus, if you start doing things that just feel good in the moment but destroy your life in the long road. I don't want you to do that, so I'm gonna challenge you. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna do everything I can to get you to go this way, but this is the way we're going and I hope you'll come with me. And here's the truth. Some of them just aren't gonna do it. They're gonna say, no, thank you. But some of them you'll get to rescue. And that's why I'm saying, I'm not telling you don't talk to people that aren't Christians. I'm actually telling you, as you're running toward Jesus, you're gonna come across people and say, hey, this is the direction I'm going. You should come because it's the greatest. I don't get it right all the time. You know what? I stumble. I fall. I make mistakes. But here's what happens. As I run after Jesus, I experience freedom. When I lay my head down on my pillow at the end of the day, I don't have guilt, shame, regret, and pain like I used to anymore. And I want you to experience that too. So will you come with me? Let me tell you how Jesus has changed my life and I wanna ask you if you'll come with me and experience this. God can change your life. Why don't you try it? Come with me, come walk with me, come run with me. Let's go do this. Whether it's a friendship or a relationship, don't tie yourself down with people that are going the other direction. Paul writes in Corinthians, he says, don't team up with unbelievers. He says, don't yoke yourself with unbelievers. It's a picture of two oxen with this piece of wood that goes between them. It goes up and over their shoulders. And he says, don't team up because when you team up on a yoke of oxen, they're gonna go one direction. He says, don't team up with somebody that's gonna go a different direction than you. Team up with somebody that's gonna pull the same direction, that's going the same speed in the right direction because that's what's gonna help you. So my challenge tonight is to get someone on your team. To get someone on your team, and here's how we're gonna wind down tonight. In just a moment, I'm gonna pray, and then after I pray, we're gonna have up here up front, we're gonna have some, uh, those friendship bracelets. Anyone know what those friendship bracelets are? Like the old school, like when you were a little kid, like yeah, the five ticket ones at the at like main event, right? We're gonna have some of those. And here's what I'm gonna challenge you to do. I'm gonna challenge you to sit in your chair for just a moment, we're gonna sing the first song, and as that first song is being sung, I'm gonna challenge you to pray and say, God, show me who one person is that's gonna help me move the right direction, that I can team up with to move the right direction. Show me one person. And then after he shows you who that person is, I'm gonna challenge you during that first song to come forward and grab one of those bracelets. You can grab more than one if you want. Uh, we only have a few, we only have like 400, so. You can't grab like 10 because we'll run out, okay? But you can grab a couple if you want. Here's what I'm gonna challenge you to do. I'm gonna challenge you to take that bracelet, find that person. They may be in the room tonight. They might not be in the room tonight, but whatever it is, I'm gonna challenge you to find that person and say, hey, I know this is really weird. I know this might seem kind of silly, but tonight I was challenged to find somebody that's gonna help me in my relationship with God that's walking the same direction as me that really wants to follow God and to join up with them. And I'm gonna ask you to help me. 
I'm gonna ask you to be my friend on this journey. And you might say, I already know who they are. They already are my friend, then great. You just say, hey, you've been one of the greatest friends I've had on this journey, and I wanna hand this to you and just say thank you for being such a great friend on this journey. And I'm gonna ask you to keep doing it with me. Because you and I are designed for a relationship. There's a reason that you crave relationship because it's lonely when you're by yourself. Now here's what that doesn't mean. That doesn't mean when you're by yourself you can't follow Jesus. Because even if you feel like you're the only one, you should still do it. But it's so much better when you have someone to do it with. 